Tell me about 90. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> 90 is uh, a new era slash 90 type sitcom. Mm. Uh, we face, we yeah, we face real world, prob- real world problems uh, that are going on today, mm. you know? Uh, and it's just trying to get a message across while also having fun and laughing. Yeah, yeah. You know, enjoying it. You know, trying to take the tough time of life off of your mm. back. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, and I've watched everything. It was the most recent one breakup? Yes. Sorry, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. It's really cheesy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's something that I really appreciate is that you allow yourselves to be cheesy. Uh-huh. Um, that's not something that like happens a lot nowadays. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like probably since the early two thousands, everyone is just like gotten really afraid of like no you can't be over the top everything has to be yeah subtle and meta and (laughs) definitely um so what's fun about being like goofballs (laughs) man it's just it's it's a crazy feeling being able to be with work with ashley uh ricky and dashari because i I chose these these cats these wild cats because uh (laughs) Cats, get your head in the game. <laughs> because, well, first of all, Ashley's in all my projects, and I was like, yo, she's a great actor. But mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to give her she some did. comedy because she always does drama, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, uh, I'm going to choose Ricky and Dashari because they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this they'll be great with comedy. I know that we'll have a fun time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about having fun and just uh, when you get to the to the part of filming, just making sure you, you can have fun with the people that you're working with. Yeah. So it's not, you know, just a boring <laughs> time. Yeah, and like he was saying earlier with how in the different episodes we tackle different, like, societal problems and things Mm -hmm. that are heavier, it's nice to take that time to, like, talk about the heavy stuff but also bring back that realness, that funniness, that relatability to everything. Mm -hmm. And so that was really a fun part about doing this whole project. Mm. Yeah. Um, So who's your character in show (laughs) (laughs) so in 90 my character is nia i play laron's girlfriend and uh keisha's best friend and then of course you have michael who's laron's best friend as well and so i'm kind of just you know typical girlfriend i I try to keep laron's character level-headed but also like let him know like also kind of feed into his shenanigans as well as everybody else. <laughs> and so that's really a big part of what Nia was to me, just being that kind of that grounding feature, but also mm-hmm. being able to interact with everyone else just as well. And yeah. also yeah. feed into that comedy <laughs> when I could. Uh, and what's your character, Laurent? Yeah, my name, my, no, my name. <laughs> <laughs> your name my is char- Laurent. Yeah, my character's name is Laurent. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I wanted to give like, I wanted to give, because, you know, the old 90s shows, they had, like, uh, Martin and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and right, with Will right. Smith, and Will was his name. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to try to stick with the main character being, you know, the, his actual name. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, Laurent. But uh, <laughs> I tried to make my character as, like, almost a strong male, but, like, not stronger than Nia, the female. Right. Because I wanted to give the, the powerful black woman, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that she's that she's the one that's going to be in charge of everything in the house. It's just like that the male is just there for like reinforcement just in case, you know, mm-hmm. if anything happens to her, he got her back, 
Right. Because I feel as if nowadays that women aren't given the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, women aren't given the, what's the word? Platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women aren't given a platform to uh, showcase all that they have. Right. You know, and we're, they're put to the side. And mm-hmm. like, instead of being a strong lead woman, they're that mm-hmm. su- supporting weak woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give a change in that. Yeah, that's great. You don't run this house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he runs this house. Pay Everybody the bills, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's really uh, refreshing. It's really cool to see um, stuff coming out of Oklahoma, stuff coming out of people that I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, also involved in it. I like was seeing names in the credits. It's like, uh-huh. oh, I is in there. Oh, Jordan's in there. Yeah, like, yeah. With, mm-hmm. What are these people doing? <laughs> yeah, I actually want to give a shout out to them too because Jordan, uh, he actually executive produced and did some of the sound on mm. like uh, most of the 90 episodes. And uh, the fact that him him executive producing is amazing because I met him, I started working at H&M in January where I met him mm-hmm. and then we actually started talking in February, mm. you know, and then I pitched a show to him in March. Right. So we knew each other for about a month. <laughs> and I was like, yo, can you put money into the show for me? He was wow. like, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. So for him to do that was mm, just amazing. Real one. Yeah, he's a real one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, man. And then I think I hit up Aya about the makeup, doing a makeup artist for the mm-hmm. show. Like, I think it was like a week before the show started. Right. You know? Shout and, out to Aya. Yeah. She powdered my nose. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, she just hopped aboard. And I was like, this, this is amazing. Thank you guys for Thank you guys for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that's what's really cool about, I mean, making a thing like this is that you get a whole bunch of different people from different walks of life. Exactly, and yeah. Get them together and you move towards one thing. And it's sort of similar to, uh, like, being in a band or being in, like, concert band as well or being mm-hmm. involved in sports. It's It's all kind of it's... It's a similar thing. Yeah. Have uh, you ever been in sports? <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, oh, yes. I've been in track and field. I was on a basketball team in like middle school though. Right. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played volleyball for eight years. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but I did play for a long time. <laughs> did a lot of club in high school. It was great. It was fun. So. Working with the team has always been right. a central part of my life and what I mm. do. How are and your knees? They're, they're <laughs> yeah. all right. They could be better, but <laughs> they're making it. Right. I have a knee replacement like 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, like uh, working with a team. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And that's one of my favorite things about art and the whole thing with 90 is just like you were saying earlier, being able to bring in that diverse background of people and just coming all together to create art in this great project has been it's honestly the best part to me of the entire process Mm. i love artistic collaboration it's my i love art everything just art art is my favorite (laughs) thing ever all forms of art just Mm. not just acting not just singing which i do both a little bit but (laughs) all just everything i'm just a diversity freak i just love (laughs) everything like my motto is be different and so facts being able to just bring in all of that and work it all to and make it work together is a really really cool experience it's Mm. like what i base my life off of honestly (laughs) um so 
I guess I got to ask Lauren a bunch of questions earlier, but let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, awesome. what, what were some of the questions that you were wanting to answer earlier? Okay, well, the big thing, the one that I started taking notes on <laughs> was free will question mark. <laughs> and I was like, because there is the whole thing with like free will and predestination and everything like that. And I feel like they work hand in hand, honestly, because you have the choice on like what way you get to the particular mm -hmm. destination that's already set out for you. But either way, you're going to get there. You're either going to get there the hard way or the easy <laughs> way. But yeah. no matter what choice that you make mm. or which way you decide to go, in the end, you're going to end up where you're supposed to be. Mm. And that's why that free will question was so <laughs> interesting because I was like, they work together. <laughs> Diversity. Everyone is one. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was the big one. I, I appreciate the, I mean, sometimes people are scared of those questions. It's like, oh, geez, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, right, <laughs> but yeah. I appreciate that you were like, oh, yeah, let me get in on that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it makes you think. It makes you think a lot. Yes. Yeah. I'm um, all about deep conversation. So are you mainly an actress or mainly? Yeah, that's mainly <laughs> what I've done since I was eight years old. I started mm -hmm. film acting when I was eight. And then I did Jeez. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that long? <laughs> Eight years old. I was just like, Mom and Dad, I want an agent. And they were like, okay, we'll figure it out. And they did. And so, yep, I've been doing film stuff since I was eight. Kind of took a break from that when I moved away from Oklahoma. Mm. And I went to Virginia and I uh, went to high school all four years up there. And I was a part of the Center for Performing Arts program for theater. And so while I was up there, I did more theater performance, stage stuff, and that's really been my life most recently. I'm really just now getting back into film things with mm. this summer with Laurent and all of his projects. And so, yeah, basically performance and acting has really been my core focus, what I've done most of the time. I did get a chance to direct my senior year of high school because mm. I was in a performing arts program, and that was part of our senior project. We had to direct a one act. And so that was a really cool experience. Mm. It was very, very different from what I was used to. But it was really nice, again, with the whole collaborative art thing, even though you are sort of in that position of authority as the director, still, it's nice to be able to collaborate with your actors and like get their mm -hmm. feedback on certain things and like have this vision, but also be able to take their input and mold that yeah. into your vision. And so that was something that I really enjoyed doing and something that I would definitely want to try again. I only, it was only like a 10 minute show, but <laughs> it was a really great, great experience. And then I think um, this past spring semester, I got to be a stage manager for the first time. Okay. So that was also very new, very <laughs> different. And so, but that get was also- out of the wings. <laughs> <laughs> Literally all the time or get to your places. Right. That was like, everybody's in the, dressing room talking and I'm like you go on stage in two seconds please stop yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that was also really different but also really fun and um something that I'm definitely into exploring further mm. um I mean I was involved in theater in high school and uh I still uh I mean I perform music but I perform uh like skits with friends and so mm -hmm. like I know full well the just dealing with a large cast on a stage and like trying to get people to yeah. 
be somewhere <laughs> right. at the right like, time. <laughs> be where you need to be, please. Just <laughs> just go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit about how do you guys feel like film has been going lately? Um, we, we sort of have like the big blockbusters that are basically just pre-existing IP. And so it's like, nobody's willing to take any risks. Yeah, Here's yeah, yeah. the third Turtles remake. <laughs> um, right. Or, you know, the a second Ghostbusters or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So like, uh, but at the same time, there's really cool stuff coming out of uh, driven uh, artists, I would say. Um, yeah. And like really good, creative people uh i mean you mentioned spike lee on the last podcast but like uh black klansman's yeah coming out soon oh, check yes. that out definitely. Um, yeah so excited for uh that. sorry to bother you oh definitely uh, yeah i've been meaning to watch that yeah i gotta um, see that man that's and then blind spotting is uh uh it's an indie movie uh-huh. um by uh david diggs and rafael casal oh man david diggs ah. Love I him. love Davi Diggs. He's amazing. I'm obsessed with that man. Amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, if you haven't heard of Blind Spotting, you should go see Blind Spotting. Yeah. Uh, it is really good. And I think I saw like an ad for it on Instagram. Right. Yeah. And it's so good. But like, yeah. How do y'all feel about? There's there's sort of like a good side of film and like a really cool artistic side, but then there's also just like. This again, yeah, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel as if uh, I, I I like the fact that a lot of black filmmakers are taking a risk. Mm-hmm. Yes, because uh, you know we don't we don't see a lot of that anymore. And like when you take a risk, it touches a lot more people. Mm-hmm. You know, it touches a lot more. And rather than seeing Ghostbusters fifteen, you know, <laughs> uh, it's like because don't get me wrong, those movies they're they're funny, they're good. You know, it's just like. It's, we've seen so many things like that before that we want something new. We want something different, mm-hmm. you know, touching mm-hmm. on these real world topics. Yeah. And the fact that these people are like Spike Lee making Black Klansmen, mm-hmm. you know, just to show like, like, oh, yo, that's interesting. Like seeing that happen, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just sorry to bother you. Just I, I haven't got to check it out. I really want to. But like I've, I've seen the trailers and the storyline looks so mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And it just it catches your eye because it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not the same thing that's been going on. Right. And I think bringing diversity back into the whole conversation again, people, because, you know, in society, marketable has been typical, like white, skinny, <laughs> all that. But now more and more, you're starting to see more of these like huge blockbuster, like, black led films yeah, yeah. like the purge i know the newest oh, yeah. purge was like a huge deal black mm-hmm. panther obviously right. a ginormous thing i know there's a new movie coming out and i cannot remember the name of it i just know my favorite actress of all time lupita nyong'o was in it <laughs> and that jordan peele is somehow associated with it and i can't remember the name of oh, it yeah, to save yeah. my life but mm-hmm. like just the fact that just something like black people in general like things that haven't been as seen as marketable right in the film industry are now becoming 
like people are starting to realize like, oh, this is something mm-hmm. that can be successful. This is something yeah. that's interesting. This is something that needs to be heard. These are stories yeah. that need to be communicated. And so that's what I see happening right now in the film industry that I feel is really positive. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, Black Panther didn't make millions for nothing. Like exactly. That. <laughs> that one line that uh, Michael B. Jordan said uh, at the end, I can't remember exactly what he Shoot. said. He's yeah, like, uh, I, I, I can't remember the exact bury words. Bury me in the ocean with my ancestors because they realized uh, that, that slavery, that death, the was death was better, better than, than bondage. Bondage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Iconic. I cried. That line was amazing. <laughs> I cried. It was I, great. I mean, just the fact that, uh, well, like, Ryan Coogler and like everyone involved but the fact that and I've been watching a lot of videos about how to uh, write a good story or what makes a good film or whatever Mm -hmm. and so uh, they really packed as much sort of emotional weight Uh into (laughs) that scene because it's it's like all right, not only is he your cousin Uh and you just had to kill him uh-huh. and all of his motives were actually pretty understandable right. up to an extent mm-hmm. um, and so not only all of that and you you had to kill him underground where all of this precious metal is but also let's throw a little bit more in there and go mm-hmm. let's carry him out so he can see the sunset yeah. right? and like even whenever they were getting on the elevator I, I started getting choked up I'm like oh jeez they're doing this thing <laughs> Yeah. So the, that is how you just pack so much more weight mm-hmm. into a scene. Um, but at the same time, I've also noticed that, like, a lot of money will not save your film. Yeah, it won't. Uh, That's true. So it came out a couple of years ago, I think, uh, The Circle. Uh, it had Tom that. Hanks and Emma Watson oh, yeah, and I uh, John Boyega in it. Mm-hmm. It was a bad movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> so much money went into it, though. Right. right, exactly. Yeah, that's always crazy when you hear about something and you hear about it for like that little blurb of a second, and then you're like, oh, this is going to be huge, and then it just like disappears. It just dies. It's <laughs> yeah, a story, though, you know? Yeah. Like, if you don't have a good storyline, mm-hmm. story arc, you know, mm-hmm. and characters don't change up that much, then it's not going to be interesting to people. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but we're also seeing like a renaissance of like, TV as well. Yeah. Um, you got like the Netflix Marvel shows. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which some are arguably better than some of the movies. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, but then, I mean, Westworld and I don't watch Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones mm-hmm. um, and all these shows that are like, wow, we can really take this <laughs> somewhere yeah. else. Um, and it's really cool to see that now it's similar in, in the music industry too, but like now that we have the internet and a sort of a more open platform, more people are able to do more creative stuff in uh-huh. a way that they want rather than these sort of bland and dry, like definitely. Yeah. Right. I get that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what's sort of been your favorite recent, uh, TV show? Ooh, insecure <laughs> insecure is my new favorite show of all time because unfortunately scandal was my favorite show <laughs> until it ended rest in peace <laughs> but um insecure is definitely my favorite show right now 
on HBO. Because as a TCU student, you get HBO Go for free. It's great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just Issa Rae and that whole thing. Like, I love Issa. She's one of my favorite people on the planet as well. And mm. um, I just love the storyline. Like, because it's, like, real. It's just so natural. It's so just authentic. Mm-hmm. And but it's still entertaining and it's weird to kind of <laughs> be able to do that, like such normal life things like mm-hmm. real life, but like have people like me who like can't live without it. <laughs> so that's me. Insecure is the best thing going right now. <laughs> My show is uh, it's a new show called Love Is. It's mm-hmm. on uh, the Oprah Winfrey Network. Uh, it's like it's basically about this couple that. uh they found each other in LA. One was they were both chasing a dream of becoming film. Well, she was already a writer, chasing a dream of becoming a writer, and mm. then he was chasing a dream of becoming a film director. Mm. Uh, she was basically already at a higher position than he was. He moved out there uh, with no money, you know. And so they meet, and then a year later, they see each other again, and mm. they end up falling for each other. Mm-hmm. And just it's just a series of like the black love and then the uh, mm. amount of time it takes to show that love is just not overnight. You know, mm. love takes time, you know, and just because you see that person right then and there, you can't have them. Doesn't mean you'll never get them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You might see them in someplace else. You might, they, their mind might change about something, you know, because mm. in that year, you don't know what will happen. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I haven't seen either of those shows, so I'm excited to, Try that. Yeah, I haven't seen Insecure either. I know it's bad, but I, gotta, I hear about it all the yeah. time. I need to watch it. <laughs> New season comes out August 12th. Yes, I'm oh, promoing sure. Insecure. <laughs> Please, Issa, if you ever hear this, hire me <laughs> on so your fun. writing team <laughs> or as an actress. I'll take either one. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, I see the same happening in music, though, too, is that I mean, maybe I'm just cynical and not paying enough attention, but, like, some of the biggest artists are just kind of putting out bland stuff. Content, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still the people who are willing to try cool stuff. And, yeah. Uh, Janelle Monae has always... Oh, my gosh. Man. ...always been doing yeah. She's the coolest so, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, another icon. I right, she's, right. So, she's so different, you know? Yeah. Every project she puts out is a different look. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a different sound. It's crazy. Yeah. Like when I, she acts too. Yeah. Like, what mm-hmm. the heck? Yeah. When like, I saw her in Hidden Figures, I was like, say what? You see her in Hidden okay. Figures? You see her in Moonlight? Yeah. Right. Like, and she completely changed up in those mm. two things. Like, like what it just shows her, do? like, what's, like, what, what can hold her down? What's her capacity? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, it's have, inspiring. Have honestly. you seen Dirty Computer? I haven't. No. So, her newest album, I think, it came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, she put out an album that is separate from the rest of her like concept. You know, she has like a the right. concept of yeah, a, yeah. Uh, but she also released like a movie with it. Oh, so mm. it's it's. It's an album of like music videos, but it, it tells a whole story. That's crazy. So she calls it a emotion picture. Hey, uh, wow. that's nice. <laughs> wow. Um, she can do no wrong. Right, yeah. <laughs> well that's crazy. But the thing is, is that like artists like that are 
I, I haven't heard that many people talking about dirty computer, right. and so yeah, man, that's <laughs> that's the thing. Like that's what I, I think. Like it it clicked with Childish Gambino. You know, mm-hmm. at first he was really weird. You know, and yeah. people people were like, "Yo, who is this dude?" You know, and all that. <laughs> I, I liked him at the you know beginning, but like mm-hmm. people, a lot of people weren't on it on that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then finally as stuff went on, it was like, "Oh, it, he's doing like." It's cool. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a weirdo, but he's making cool content. Right. And I feel like she's been in the game so long too, but people just aren't clicking with her yet. And I feel like it's because mm-hmm. she's a woman, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes I feel like because a lot of the dudes aren't gonna connect with her because she's not that strong male figure, mm-hmm. you know. Right. But a lot of the women will connect with her because she's that strong, you know, woman figure. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just that the the way society views people man right mm-hmm. it's just crazy how it can affect someone's uh fame i guess right yeah, yeah. right cuz well, you have it's crazy cuz you do you have so many people that have been doing so much stuff for mm-hmm. so long and then all of a sudden they get big and i keep hearing that that's like a constant thing with in my friend groups and everything they're like oh this song is so big right now but it's like i have people in my friend group who are like yeah this song has been out for like three plus years and you're just now hearing about it and it's like (laughs) wow it's just crazy how that dynamic works Mm. well because even you get people like demi lovato getting recently in the news because Mm -hmm. she's super high on heroin but like (laughs) yeah but you're not hearing like the fact that Janelle Monae is freaking just killing it. Amazing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Amazing. Um, but uh, and same with uh, Childish Gambino. Like, yeah. this is America blew up. But, oh my like, gosh! Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, because the internet, he released with a screenplay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had like sort of like short films and a screenplay to read along with the album. Yeah. And uh, all the press that he was doing to promote the album, exactly. he was in character of the right. character in the uh-huh. concept album. Yeah. And so stuff like that, the people are doing this crazy stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, like, if you look at it too, like Charles Gambino at the beginning, he was, he was always for the interviews, you know, promoting his stuff, mm. you know, like, like you say, he was in character. But mm. then if you look at Janelle Monet, she's not really doing that many interviews, you know, <laughs> She's just like she's putting out like, yo, this is my this is my art, this is my you know creative space. Right, this is Here my headspace. Here it is. You know? <laughs> just take it. Right, right. Uh, have y'all heard of Moses Sumney? Uh, I'm not. Um, he's he's an example of someone that just makes pure art. I think he uh-huh. he's a musician. He's a singer and multi instrumentalist. Jeez. Um, but um, all of his music feels like art almost before it feels like a song that you like yeah. jam out to like it it's art i love him already yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited yeah I'm yeah write this down <laughs> um and so i don't know it, it's weird because it's we're seeing like a downfall of like eh, i'm kind of tired of the same rehashed like yay another transformers movie yeah um but at the same time it's like here's more artists that are willing to make right. art uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes you don't get you know the i don't want to say the word clout but you know <laughs> sometimes you don't get that you know that exposure that they need that they mm-hmm. deserve 
right. you know, because they're different. And some people just don't like stuff being different. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. the select few that do like it being different, they don't, I don't know. They just it's don't just get not it. a big enough crowd yet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it will be, though. So, <laughs> it's on the come up. Yeah. It definitely is. Right. Um, where, where do you guys want to be and what, it, what sort of art do you want to make? <laughs> Man, I want to make art that inspires people, mm-hmm. to be honest. I just want to, I want to tell a story. Like, I love making comedy and everything. It's fun. Mm-hmm. But I feel as if I more so want to lean towards, uh, drama. Mm. You know, something that'll touch people's hearts in a yeah. way that when they leave the theater, they're like, yo, I got to be a better person mm-hmm. or I got to do that. You know, I want to, uh, like I told you in the last podcast, my mom passed away. I want to make a film called Mama's Boy mm. and just the day and just showing my life of the day that I found out my mother passed. Mm. And so I feel like I want to just touch people, you know, leave them uh, thinking and wanting to become a better person. Mm-hmm. And like, wow, if that was me, how would I act? If that was me, what would I do in this situation? You know? And it's just, I feel like if I can touch people, it'll change lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm big on authenticity. I just love authentic, true art in all forms. Like, I love mm-hmm. championing, even though I'm, like, set in, like, a specific realm of artistry with, like, performing art. But just, like, dance, I enjoy going to dance concerts. I enjoy, like, listening in on, like, spoken word. Spoken Mm -hmm. word is, like, something that I recently discovered that's amazing. Because I'm also, I'm a double major in writing as well as theater. Mm -hmm. And so I just really got into the writing portion of it. But as far as art that I would like to create, just honing in on authenticity in real life experiences and a lot of stuff that I do write is based off of things that I see mm-hmm. in general in society and things that go down on a day to day. And so just being able to take that and put a creative spin on it and like, cause I'm really into like, this is random, but I'm into like absurdist theater mm-hmm. and like the depth of it. Like it's not necessarily like in your face what the message is but like it, like he was saying like it takes you back for a second and you have to like think about it yeah. and mm-hmm. there's multiple ways that you can think about it you can like people can get tons of messages out of like just one simple thing yeah, like you can go right. into countless realms and that's really what I love about art and creating mm-hmm. and so that's definitely the art that I'm wanting to put out yeah 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 and I think even with my own stuff that uh, I write songs, but it it's not enough for me to just like write a song about like, ooh, I'm happy or I'm sad. Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I like telling stories in that. Right. And that's probably why I've spent a lot of time like watching films and analyzing films uh-huh. and seeing mm-hmm. how it is done. Yeah. Um, but like, it's also an interesting challenge that through a song, you have like I don't know, span of three to six minutes to tell a oh yeah tell a story, story. Yeah. right right like story arcs um, and everything yeah it's crazy um but um and so I'm gonna like force a change in topic um <laughs> we are people of color in America um, yes correct <laughs> this is correct um. I'm 
I'm not sure if I should be scared or like excited. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, right. I totally feel you. Uh, like definitely, people are, are are waking up to a lot of like, hey, this is really terrible has been going on and it's not even necessarily been overt up until recently where people have just been overtly racist. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is really scary. (laughs) What what do y'all think? (laughs) You want to go? I'm thinking about it because I agree. Definitely. Like it is, it's terrifying but it's also like at least people are starting to realize what's been going on forever right and that's the thing is that it's been going on forever and people are again like we were talking about with certain artists like people have done this stuff since for years yeah the beginning (laughs) and it's just now well just now starting to become like people are starting to notice people are starting to say things Mm -hmm. and it's yeah, like you said, it's scary and it's exciting at the same time because you don't know what really is gonna come out of it all in the end, hmm. and so that uncertainty factor there is what makes it kind of scary. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm making sense. This is <laughs> this is an interesting topic. Yeah. It's 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 crazy to me because people they look at us differently because of the color of our skin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the funny thing is, we all are red on the inside, mm-hmm. so we all bleed the same way. You know what I'm saying? It, the blood flows the same way. We're all mm-hmm. humans, you know? And uh, just because of the color of my skin, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I love the color of my skin. I, I'm glad, you know? Right. I appreciate <laughs> I, I love the fact that I'm black. Um, I'm black and proud. Ha <laughs> <Nah. laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's just scary in some points, but it's also eye-opening in other points, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, other ways, like when... I don't know, police brutality, like I said uh, earlier, just mm. cop shootings, uh, police stops. You know, we think like, oh, shoot, we have to do this, this and that. We have to keep our hands on the wheel at all times. Mm-hmm. We have to look at them directly in the eye. That's so You crazy. know, and then this with the world, not the world, the president talking about putting up a wall. Mm. It's just crazy to me. Uh, I mean, we all just want to live, a, you know, a, the life to our fullest, mm-hmm. you know, Uh that's it goes back to me saying that peace you know in the world is what we need because if we truly want to live a full uh eventful life we have to have that peace yeah but it's gonna it comes with a cost right right it's been a little bit different for me because i'm not that visibly hispanic yeah yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh and like I've talked to different friends about it, but like I'm basically an honorary white dude because I came to the U.S. when I turned six, uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, and so I don't have Venezuelan culture embedded in everything yeah. right. that I do. Right. Definitely. Um, and so it's it's different for me because I mean my immigration status is something that is very scary to. Mm-hmm. look at regarding yeah, the future right totally. um but at the same time socially i've actually never been a victim of any form of prejudice uh-huh. that, that mm-hmm. i can tell at least yeah right. um and i've been lucky enough to have lived all my life having gone or having not gone through that 
Um, but at the same time, there's still like a fear that, you know, someday the president could just be like, no more DACA. This list of <laughs> 500,000 people we have, just get on the train cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, like, yeah, don't get me wrong about it either. Like, uh, I've, I get pulled over by a cop. You know, I've only been pulled over by once, and it was, it wasn't bad. Right. You know, it was mm-hmm. just, he said, license registration, you know? <laughs> right. And uh, well, that's standard cop procedure, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything crazy. I had my friends in the car with me, and he just, let right. me go on you know it's my first time he gave me a warning and he let mm. me go on right mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it you know Same. i have nothing against cops it's just you get that nervousness because mm. of the stuff that's going on around the world right you mm-hmm. know you get that nervousness because of what the president is doing what he's saying you know you right. get that nervousness because of what people around you are doing mm-hmm. and it's just it's not to nail a certain person it's just to stay you know stay woke and just realize what's going on around mm-hmm. you being aware because, yeah, it's crazy because me and my dad literally had a conversation about that this morning. He, mm. like, talked to me straight up and he was like, if you ever get pulled over, make sure that you do this, this, this and this. And yeah. I was like, and he was like, it's sad that we have to have this conversation, yeah. but we have to have this conversation. And so, yeah, just things like that in this society is right. crazy. And But also at the same time to sort of bring it to the other side. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not even actually that bad. You just exactly. said, like, you, you right. pulled over, everything was fine. There was no reason to feel anything, any sort of fear. It was just like, yep, same right. thing, normal procedure, whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, you, you will have just, I think, a great majority of people are good people. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'm just a crazy optimist, but uh, <laughs> I think uh, pretty much everyone is trying their best mm-hmm. yeah um and the people who we see as bad people are just they were also trying their best mm-hmm. and their version of their best may not be your version of their best that's a great way to look at it, <laughs> it, is look at it yeah um because i i was talking to a friend about this the other day but like i in writing songs and writing poetry I do try to put myself in the shoes of other characters. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys know this as actors. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but whenever you do put yourself in the shoes of this other character, you have to understand, like, oh, what happened in their life? What's going on in their life? What made them think that this was the right thing to do? Whenever the the separating children thing uh first sort of blew up um i wrote a poem just like free verse putting myself in the shoes of a ice agent Mm -hmm. and it's like i'm not the villain here i i'm doing my job right i'm trying to protect my country i'm doing the best that i can Uh i don't I don't really know if I can do anything about it, actually. Like, mm-hmm. what, what am I going to do if I just go, no, we're not separating these children. Are you just going to fire me? Like, right. I'm right. just trying my best. And so it, we find it so easy to try and demonize mm-hmm. these people that we can so easily just like, look, they're a villain. They're literally separating yeah. children from their parents. Everything's but, so one-sided. <laughs> But at the same time, like, 
that guy's got a family too, and everyone's just kind of trying their best. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, because just yeah. thought of it, like, because you think he wants to be separated from his family. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if right. he was in a situation, I feel like he feels the same way. It's like his job is on the line, mm. but at the same time, it's kind of messed up because yeah. you're separating somebody mm-hmm. from their family. Like, mm-hmm. but it's just the world we live in, which is a sad thing to say. Right. It's true. Yeah, because people get. They just get so caught up in their bubbles and they get caught up on one side of the conversation mm. that you don't – people don't take the time to listen to that other side of the conversation or, like, think about or put them – like you were saying, put yourself in that other position because you're so mm. focused on, like, this side and this side is right and that's it. And right. it's not – like, there's multiple ends to the spectrum. Like, there's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. And so just people need to take that time to, like – become aware of that, I yeah. guess, and, like, invest in that other side. Yeah. And the more that we talk to each other, and uh, that's the hard part, is that since we've tried so hard to make this rift so huge, right. it's like, exactly. oh, that's, that's a wealthy white dude. We have nothing in common. <laughs> right. But, like, exactly. Um, but the more that we keep ourselves separate, the less we're actually going to understand each other and Mm -hmm. understand that you know some rural farmer voted for trump because it's they actually did think that he was going to do something good for them yeah Mm -hmm. and i mean it's the same thing that uh, a lot of people came out disappointed through obama's presidency that were like oh first black president you know things are good things are looking up Mm -hmm. but it's now we're on the other side of it and here we are with you know, the freaking pre-civil rights era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. Um, so, I mean, we don't really know. And that's what's kind of scary about, like, looking forward. Because <laughs> uh-huh. um, we don't know what's, what's right. ahead. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like, all this so, like a back and forth be. situation, you know? Right. Well, what do we have to look forward to? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. No, but I, I am asking, like, what do we have? Let's be optimistic about it. What do we have to look forward to? <laughs> Gosh. Uh, oh, that's a deep question. What do we have to look forward to? Uh, I would say a lot more so arguments a lot more. You know, a lot more. I feel like we have a lot more arguments, but then there's also going to be, like, a lot more. Uh, <sighs> Dang, that's crazy. Right. I, I know it's going to be a lot more arguments for a fact because mm. no one can ever agree on anything. But I mm. think you know? with those arguments comes growth exactly. on both sides. Yeah. Of, and so, yes, there's going to be arguments, confrontation, negativity. But from that, you learn something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the most important thing to look forward to is yeah. the growth of individuals and learning those things. And learning something new, learning a different perspective that you've never thought of before. Yeah. If you just take the time to listen to it. Right. Yeah, like as long as we can grow today, then our tomorrow will be better. Mm-hmm. You know? So this if we continue to grow, but there's, there's going to be arguments every day, you know, over yeah. the years. There's going to be more and more arguments. But just like Ashley said, the growth process is what's going to make those arguments die down quicker than they, mm-hmm. right, than they would. Yeah. And... There are, it is going to be some stuff that we ourselves are going to have to change our minds about. 
definitely. Just like something that popped into my head. Um, this is, I may be, you know, a Hispanic dude that has very liberal points of view, uh-huh. but like with the gun thing, um, I fired guns before. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and like, I am not going to deny that. Right. Uh, yeah. So people who have guns and it's a hobby, people go hunting and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. it's a real hobby, a real interest. And uh, not everyone who owns a gun is like preparing for the apocalypse, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's, Sure, that seems easy enough to accept, but then it's like, all right, now let's try and see what we can do about background checks. So it's it's, it's the mm-hmm. the push and pull of like, all right, no, we don't actually want to just take all guns away. That seems right. impractical at this point. Exactly. Yeah. But we do have to do something. Mm-hmm. And so compromise is something that we need to do. Definitely. Huge. We definitely need compromise. Compromise is huge. But something that I, like, optimistically that I am looking forward to is is actually progress. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and one one of my three things is it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just sort of like in the vast expanse of the universe and time flowing forward in an unstopping manner. Um, it will keep going. And then it will be okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. whether we like it or not. Um, so progress will sort of have to be made, uh, whether or not we get into World War Three and the world gets nuked into something, then we'll have to build up from there. Right. Or, you know, we're finally going to see a change and we're going to go, okay, well... Let's see what we can do better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's educate people. Let's, you know, treat people as individuals and treat them well. Um, and we actually can make progress on that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Exactly. Um, but we do have to believe that as well. <laughs> Very true. Um, sort of last range of things uh what's something that this is sort of my like outro for the second one gotcha. what's something that you've been watching listening to and playing if you play any video games uh that you want people to know about one of each insecure hbo <laughs> <laughs> oh geez watch watch 90 on youtube yeah, yeah been at, LeBron, at yeah. lebron marzette on youtube like comment subscribe yeah. Hey, yes. Hey, help me get to 200 subscribers. I just got to 100 and like, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> uh, I hit like 110, like, I think it was in two days. So, uh, yeah. 90 more. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I've been watching 90, uh, listening to, listening to, uh, a lot of things. But, <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, actually. Like, uh, just motivational, you know, podcasts. They help me, uh, throughout the day uh like gary v uh eric thomas they're just motivational things that keep you going on your day you know cool. i feel as if you when you wake up in the morning you should listen to something motivational to get yeah. you up and started uh and then what was the last one uh 
playing playing, playing. playing video games. <laughs> we're playing Fortnite. yeah i got my first win <laughs> today <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> i got to take a break from editing so i was like yeah let's play the game got my first win <laughs> never felt happier in my life <laughs> yes. um for me as far as listening is concerned um i've been really into playlists lately and like making my own and i have this one that i'm currently building called remember your crown and it's mm-hmm. just a bunch of like motivational like music that just hypes you up and makes you feel great about yourself and a lot of that actually is like upbeat gospel music cool. that's um, been yeah. really retweet it's becoming <laughs> like a huge part of those playlists so that's really what i've been listening to and as far as playing is concerned i'm trying to give back into piano Okay. So I'm playing, playing an instrument the is piano. The correct answer of that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a video game person, but <laughs> I play instruments <laughs> occasionally. Well, that's awesome. Um, for me, uh, watching uh, game theorists on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. but then I also realized that, oh, yeah, they have fil- film theorists on YouTube as yeah, well. Yeah. So I just dove down that rabbit hole uh, but yes also 90 yep, and yep. <laughs> all the stuff that's uh, all your short films and such um, Death by End of Like I've also been watching My Hero Academia with uh, Sable but what's that what's that it's anime oh <laughs> uh, we're giant nerds um, <laughs> and then uh, listening to um Moses Sumney, like I said earlier, um, Sunlux has a new album, uh, which is really cool. And uh, I'm still on clipping. Clipping is my jam. Because <laughs> uh, I am obsessed with Davi Diggs. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, if you haven't listened to clipping, it is harsh noise with really cool rapping that's uh after their first album david doesn't rap in first person Mm. which is really interesting given that a lot of rap is ego driven Mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah clipping is very good um and then playing um not enough i guess um I'm still sort of cycling through the indie, indie games that come through Amazon Prime. Oh, if yeah, you have yeah. Amazon Prime, you get free games through Twitch. Um, so that's really cool. So it's a lot of cool indie games. Uh, but I also tried picking up Pyre again, uh, which is I should do with a controller because it's very hard without a controller and <laughs> a mouse and keyboard. But um, very good game by the people that made my favorite game, Transistor. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for doing this with me. Hey, thank you for It's been fun, good conversation. We really ran the gamut there. Uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, so where can we find y'all and your things? <laughs> you can find us on YouTube. Laurent <laughs> yeah. Marzette. You can find uh, 90, my new miniseries starring Ashley Parks, the Shari Miller. That's me. Well, I'm Ashley <laughs> well, Parks, Ashley, not yeah. Deshari Miller. But <laughs> and, um, catch her too. She's great. Yeah, and Ricky Adams as well. Uh, you can also check out Death by Intellect 2, Death by Intellect 1, which is also starring Ashley. <laughs> yeah. And, Hyped uh, up right now. 
<laughs> Just all my stuff on YouTube uh, under Laurent Marzette. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, what do you got going on? Same thing. Yeah. I'm all over that YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. a publishing company. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How did you forget about your own How thing? did I forget <laughs> about my own little... Because it's like a small thing that I'm... I don't know. Um, I do have a blog that I just started. It's a publishing company, a publishing co dot com. It's this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I do have that. And it's just a general like kind of like a blurb on the Internet. For the most part, I just talk about things. Um, I write I publish some of my poetry on there and um, just things that I kind of like this that I just want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I post it on there if I'm really feeling it <laughs> once a month. So, yeah, it exists. There you go. (laughs) It's there. Um, Well, again, thank you, guys. I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Laurent Marzette. I'm Ashley Parks. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music, which you can uh, download my demo, Songs with Words, uh, for free or not for free. You can throw however many monies into that tip jar as you want. Um, and then there's also stuff on my SoundCloud, which I haven't updated in like two years, but it's there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can also uh, listen to this podcast uh, through my website, through Apple Podcasts, through Stitcher or on YouTube. And you can leave comments and reviews on all of those things. Uh, let me know how uh, how you would answer some of the questions that we tackled today. Uh, like where's the film industry going, but also where is the world going and what can we do about that? Um, Yeah. I was in every podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong.